Welcome to my podcast, The Good Girl Unleashed. Today I want to speak to you about breathwork and trauma. So my journey with trauma has been quite (laughs) fascinating. I struggled for quite a long time throughout my adolescence and early 20s with depression, anxiety, panic attacks, a deep sense of fear around judgment, um, what others thought and getting everything right and that perfectionism, um, really a lot of fear as well of being in my body and being in the world. And the crazy thing is that I didn't think that I had any trauma and that wasn't even, it wasn't even really a thought. Like there was just no kind of like, oh, maybe I've got trauma. It just, yeah, wasn't even on my radar. And if you had asked me, I would have said, no, I've had a pretty good upbringing. I've had it good. I've always had a roof over my head, been fed. My parents are still together. And I never really had th- thought I had that much going on and so I didn't feel like I had the right to feel what was going on. I didn't have a, think I had the right to feel so low. It didn't make sense to me. And being an empath and being so sensitive, I could feel all these other energies that others were going through. And when someone would share an experience, I could feel as if it was happening to me. And I was like, there's so many others that have gone through so much worse than me. I don't have a right to feel what I'm feeling and it wasn't until I stumbled into my first breathwork journey that I realized just how much I was holding in my body all those years of suppressing my emotions because I didn't feel like I had the right to feel them it was all being stored inside so the tension in my body no matter how much yoga I did I would just struggle to release certain areas of my body there was a lot of like um energy that I was using to hold my emotions down and so I was constantly exhausted or like anxious around um, trying to anticipate what was coming next in order to protect myself or anxiety around when emotions would start to bubble up and I didn't feel safe to feel it and I was trying to like hold it all down And when you are in this constant state of stress and anxiety and anticipation um, and suppression, it's, you get quite exhausted. Um, We're not designed to stay in that stress state for a prolonged period of time. The stress response is a survival mechanism and it's meant to last a few kind of moments maybe a few hours kind of thing to get you out of a life-threatening situation but in the western world and in that constant go 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 and the constant um, heaviness of expectation and obligation and responsibility and how we should be and all of these different things we get stuck in this stress mode and it gets so exhausting that we plummet and we start to drop down and down and down and we lose all the energy and we get really low, really lethargic, really exhausted, depressed because all our energy has been exhausted. It's been used to being in that constant stress state and so we end up going from these highs and lows. We jump back up to stress. When things get overwhelming, we drop really down into depression states when we're 
exhausted or we just don't even our nervous system is out of regulation that we don't know how to naturally build our energy as we enter the day and how to naturally unwind and come into rest and digest where we start to go into repair regeneration restoration and allow the body to recharge and we tend to go to different substances and addictions and that might be coffee food alcohol it might be binge watching netflix or some sort of tv show different things that help you to get up in the morning and different things that help you to wind down and then we start to rely on these and so all of this is really closely linked to trauma to suppressed energy suppressed emotion stress and core belief systems and a lot of this stems from the zero to seven years of life our childhood where we were the most open sensitive vulnerable where we were absorbing life around us to try and figure out what's going on and to learn and to we tend to see those around us our family our parents how like when they have not dealt with their own wounds and traumas and stresses and they don't have tools to deal with their stress and anxieties and insecurities and things like that they tend to project them out and we see all of this and we take it on board as it meaning something about ourselves so when something someone says something or does something we tend to internalize it and make it mean something about us if they said this about me or if they acted in this way around me because I've done something sometimes we're just being and that can trigger someone and they project that out and we make it mean something about us and that's where our core beliefs start to come through um, sometimes there are quite deep traumatic experiences physical abuse sexual abuse things like that that we really are aware of that are traumatic but there's also the little T's that come through that we may not acknowledge as traumas. So if we are in that kind of zero to seven years and we're really calling out for something, we really need something and the only way to get that parent's attention or that caregiver's attention is to scream or cry to call out because that's how we're trying to communicate and then that person is getting triggered by that expression because they were maybe shut down when they were in that period of time when they were younger and then they never learned how to be with those emotions so now they've got this little being around that's so open raw vulnerable full of expression and just inhibited and just is like this is what I need and the adult gets really triggered by that and isn't aware of what's really going on um, and they try and they start to shut you down don't do that Sh- shut up or stop crying or, or doing this and it's starting to shut you down and when you learn that it's not safe for you to feel these emotions you learn the pattern of shutting that emotion down suppressing and keeping it in and when we suppress and withhold our emotions from being expressed it gets stored in the body and the mind may not 
know why we're doing this. It may not remember the particular experience that began this pattern, but it doesn't need to. The body remembers. There's an amazing book called The Body Keeps the Score. And it really does keep the score. The body really knows all of the stuff that we have not dealt with. All those wounds, the traumas, the stress, the anxieties, all of that is stored within. And so as I began my journey into breath work, it became so much more than breath work. I started diving into what is trauma why am I experiencing the depression, the anxiety, the panic? Why am I fearing to speak to one person in front of me? When, or I, I remember a particular dinner that I went out um, with Liam, my partner, went out with his friends and I sat at the end of the table absolutely silent, mute. And every, everything was happening around me. Everyone was chatting. It was almost like I was absolutely invisible. And I, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was just this being afraid of being seen, of being heard, of saying the wrong thing and being judged and not belonging. And so I would just hide in plain sight. And so as I delved into this journey, all of that started to come into light, that awareness started to expand and I started to receive insights around what traumas I actually was holding on to and how I was shut down from using my voice for such a long time. That fear was overwhelming, completely consuming. And what I found as I came into breathwork, I started to unravel those layers. And I started to feel what was inside. And as I started to empty out, I came into a space where I was able to be still and silent enough to really hear and see what was going on. So going from kind of being consumed by my internal thoughts and feelings and overwhelm and beliefs I started to become that observer of observing the thoughts and the feelings and being with them and rather than trying to force them away escape them fix me I just actually came into this surrender and this acceptance and this curiosity with compassion for myself and the more that I went into the work and I really started to immerse myself into it, especially when I started to facilitate and I was just really immersed in the work and I would read book after book and just was so fascinated about how we're wired and how we hold on to things. It just absolutely blew me wide open. So whilst my journey really began eight years ago with reading books and meditation and yoga and journaling and cacao and all these beautiful experiences and tools that I started to started to really open me up to a whole new world it was really when I found breath work that I realized that it was okay for me to feel where I started to build that internal safety to feel safe to actually feel what was inside and that moved me towards being able to express myself and as I was allowing myself to express deep healing started to take place transformation my whole life transformed everything that I've wanted and I'd been trying to use the law of attraction to manifest it just wasn't working for me and in a way it was but when I was in I was like I'm not getting what I want so it must not be working 
but it was actually what I find when we set those intentions and we start to call things forth, anything that's preventing that from coming forth needs to come up to be released. But because I wasn't aware of that aspect, any time that something uncomfortable would come up, I would try to escape it, spiritually bypassing or partying. So with breathwork, I actually realized that missing piece of the puzzle of actually what's coming up needs to be felt, expressed and released in order to create space to come into creation to really call forth what I was wanting to experience in my life. So as I started to go through those layers and shedding those layers of pain and trauma and grief and anger and frustration and resistance and fear, I started to open myself up to feeling joy and bliss and pleasure and good and started to realize how much shame I had around feeling good. And I really connected to one of my mentors when they were sharing about when you're a baby and you're starting to put everything into your mouth, like your mouth is like the, the core place of pleasure where you're starting to explore and taste and feel. And um, usually when you start to put things in your mouth, it's like, oh, don't do that. Yucky, yucky, get it out. Um, and now that I've got a little one and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I see how that can be a shutting down of this feels good. That's wrong. Oh, feeling good is wrong. And you start to make these beliefs and have these ideas from such a young age when you're that little sponge. And it's not even intentional from the parent. They're just doing their best, trying to take care of you. Like there's probably not a great idea to put some of these things in your mouth. But it's the way that we approach that situation. So what I notice a lot of as I've stepped into parenthood is I observe a lot of other parenting um, as well as my own and I notice when for myself or for others when we kind of go into freak out mode of like they've fallen over <gasps> and we freak out or they put something in their mouth that you don't want them to put it in their mouth and you're like ah! and you like just start to freak out and that energy they feel it and they're like oh that like I'm just exploring I'm just enjoying life this must not be okay I'm not safe and so we get these little messages that it's not safe to be in the world it can be so subtle and that's what I find really really fascinating about trauma and it's quite um, another really fascinating thing is when I, I get a, a lot of clients and um, people coming to the workshops that we run saying oh I don't really have any trauma <laughs> and I almost have um, a little bit of a giggle not because um, not because it's funny but it's just it's interesting that we can be so disconnected from what's really being held in the body and what trauma means or we perceive it to mean because I was one of those that I didn't think I had trauma until I started going into into the the layers and I find the more you release the more you realize you've got and I really believe that trauma is part of the human condition it's we've come into this world and we're also feeling other people's trauma and other people's energy it's really easy for us being energetic beings to absorb that energy especially in the family dynamic and so there's always stuff there's beliefs there's stress there's suppressed energy there's emotions there's things that maybe like a lot of shame that we hold on to so whatever you want to label it whether it's trauma or something else there's always stuff to to move through to heal to grow to evolve to learn 
And what I really love as well is that it's not always a painful, cathartic experience when we go into breath work or healing or working with trauma. I noticed about probably two years into my journey, there was this shift that happened where I actually realized that going into peaceful, deep relaxation states where we were opening ourselves and softening, coming into compassion, kindness, love, joy, bliss, pleasure, that is also incredibly healing. And when I had that experience for myself, everything changed and I realized, wow, I can actually feel good. And (laughs) that was just really, really amazing for me. And from there, I've come into more of this acceptance and this okayness to journey with all of the human emotions, to not label them as good and bad, positive or negative. Sometimes I refer to them in that way so that we can kind of have a bit of understanding of um, whatever the, the conversation is relating to. But for me, it's, it's really just the perception, how we perceive something to be. But that doesn't make it the absolute truth. So what I noticed is that we're really here to experience all that it means to be human, all human emotions. And when we come into breath work, it's allowing whatever is here to be felt. I don't believe there is a wrong or right experience or when we go into a breath work, am I doing it right? Am I breathing right? Is this normal? Is this meant to happen? We are all unique, having a unique experience and every breathwork journey is different, is unique. And I've learned to just really become curious with what's coming up and to lean into what's arising, whether it's uncomfortable or it's a feeling of ecstasy and bliss and amazing and euphoric, whether it's deep, dark, painful, challenging. It's just being open and trusting that this is exactly what needs to come through. A really big one is when frustration and resistance comes up and we're like, I must be doing it wrong. I don't like this. I don't want to breathe anymore. I don't want to do this. And it's noticing what your experience is sharing with you. Because often in a breathwork session, what you do in the outside world will come through. And your body starts to show you your coping mechanism, shows you how you tend to react or respond in your daily life shows you what's being held in the body when we get those moments of tension of pain feeling of stuckness like there's this kind of stuck energy that doesn't want to move your body is speaking to you it's finally got the stage it's finally got the the space to really hey this is what's been going on you're finally listening to me and it's um it's going to show you And so with breath work, what I find happens when you come into the connected breath, you are opening the gateway from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind, to your nervous system, to your body, to your higher self, your intuition, to your internal world. And through that gateway is where you find just what is being held within And you start to open and soften and allow that energy to flow again. Because energy is designed to move. 
Emotion is energy in motion. That's what we're doing here. We're letting that energy get to move again. To flush it out. And then what happens when we release that energy, we start to respond differently in our world, in our external world. Our reactions aren't as intense or if they do, if we do start to get triggered, we are more aware of, oh, there's something here. The triggers may not be quite as intense or when they are, we become more of an observer. We have more compassion for ourselves for what's coming through and there's that calling to go within and to take a moment for yourself. Your relationships change. Your relationship with yourself changes. You're reconnecting to your body, to your authenticity. And when we reconnect to our body and our authentic self, we start to notice the subtleties of what's coming up, what's arising before it gets to that space where we're overwhelmed, we're anxious and out of control. We're in fear and we're consumed by our experience. We feel powerless and helpless and stuck in a bit of a victim mindset of I can't do this and we go into shut down copy mechanisms and when we shut down we shut ourselves off from life from living from joy from love because you can't shut down one emotion without the other so if we're trying to shut ourselves down from feeling we don't want to feel the pain we don't want to feel the anxiety the fear and so we find these ways to cope with that but we hold ourselves away from feeling unimaginable joy and bliss and peace and love but when we allow ourselves to do that inner work to release and move that energy we open ourselves up to experience yeah full stop experience (laughs) and that's what we're here to do is experience what it what it means to be human and it's not always easy it's definitely not an easy journey going into the inner world and doing that healing but it's so so rewarding and as we heal as we lighten our load it ripples out you start to see the shifts within those closest to you within your family and even people that you may not even be in contact with anymore if there was an experience or where there's maybe resentment or pain or trauma or something that's kind of being held in the body as you release it it also ripples out and releases from them we're all energetic beings we're all connected and so we start to lift the energy of the collective as well so this is really just a snippet of what's possible when we start to come into breath work and explore the power of your breath it's so amazing what we can do with our breath and we've always got it with us Mm. I'll be sharing more about this as we move through this journey together (sighs) I'm going to leave it there for today thank you so much for joining me my name is Monique this is the Good Girl Unleashed podcast I look forward to having another incredible conversation, another journey with you soon. Much love.